0: is a market commentator this evening. Arthur is a portfolio manager at the Macro Solutions Boutique at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. Uh, And an astonishing uh, sort of turn up for the books in terms of the currency. We're waiting for the current account numbers to come out. Uh, And I was uh, listening to somebody talking today saying South Africa's current account has not been this healthy in terms of a percentage of GDP um, since 1980, when there was a boom in the gold price, and now we've got a boom in the platinum group metals and in other commodities, Arthur Karras. What we do know from the 1980s example is you can't depend on booms in commodities um, to tide you over in perpetuity. Indeed. Uh, we, are, in fact, are not
1: even able to take advantage of them as much as we can, given the very slow-moving nature of our mining licensing business and the issue around things like ports and getting things like iron ore uh, to the harbors, so even when there are booms, we, we tend not to take advantage of them as much as what we can. But uh, but while it lasts, it's certainly helped a lot. Uh, the, 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 the taxes paid by the mining companies um, have been absolutely huge.
0: Uh, absolutely enormous, but not something we can rely on in perpetuity. And that's uh, something we have to really come to terms with. However, we enjoy it in the short term. We enjoy the cash boost it brings. Um, the imperative, of course, is on the reforms, but we've spoken about that often enough. Uh, Bitvest results considerably better than this time last year? Understandably so. Um, much, much better. I think it's one of those companies,
1: definitely, where you'd expect a big bounce back. Um, and it's been, I think they're mentioning three of their businesses that had the highest profits ever. Um, the business also includes, for the first time, their foreign, um, the foreign the, the acquisition that they made in the UK of PHS, so that added quite a bit to the top line and to the profits. Um, but that is... Uh, so you'd have to strip that out to get a like for like comparison.
0: And what did you make of the best results? Were there a good set? I, I thought in absolute terms they were
1: destined to be a good result, um, but I think it is a little bit light... Um, in terms of what the market is expecting, hence the share price coming off a little bit on the day. So not maybe not as strong as what some people are expecting. It's a very tricky group to forecast. Um, There's many components to it. So what it means is that you really are relying on management
0: guidance to kind of steer you in the right direction. I think maybe people are a little bit too optimistic. And then RCL, um, it's also sort of splitting itself up and chopping itself up, and it's uh, put its chicken business, which is struggling to make decent profits, into a separate entity. Lots of change coming at RCL. It definitely
1: needs to do that. I, I think when you buy a chicken business, you're really buying uh, you, you're buying a company that that buys maize in very large quantities and soya, and then turns it into chicken and sells that. So. While you can do the the best you can, uh, growing the the, the chickens as quickly as what you can and trying to do as good a job at that as possible, you're still very much sitting between the chicken price on the one side, which you can't control, and the maize price on the other side that you can't control. So when you buy that kind of a business, you're really buying those variables. You've got other businesses in there like baking business that's, that's that's also got the maize price in it, but slightly differently. So combining those businesses makes it a really tricky job for investors to figure out where their profits will be coming from. So splitting that up, making it a bit simpler, I think is a good idea. We're
0: going to be talking to the chief executives of Bidvest and RCL Foods coming up in the next hour here on The Money Show. AVI was disappointing, wasn't it? I think you need to, with all
1: of these results now, you need to look um, through 2020 back to 2019, and ADI looks very very flat in terms of the results that they produced compared to the likes of Bidvest. But ADI didn't have nearly as bad a COVID crisis as, as these other businesses, so it's had a much steadier performance um, through these years, where the likes of uh, the likes of Bidvest would have been sharply down and then sharply back up again. Like the, and ADI didn't suffer that, so it's a far more defensive business but that, that means that you, didn't, you just simply didn't have a bounce back the way that you, you had with other companies.
0: That is a useful perspective. And then Capitec with yet another trading update. These banks are coming up uh, with uh, updates thick and fast, and I suppose the circumstances under which they're trading are changing almost every day.
1: Yes, sir. the big thing with the bank results, and which is why with Capitech, we're going to still have to wait to um, and go through the numbers in some detail to see exactly where the profits are coming from. All of the financial service companies, both the banks and insurance companies, um, when COVID struck, made very large provisions on their books. So they set aside large amounts of money to say, we don't think that we'll be able to collect on some of our debts um, in the case of the banks, so therefore we're going to provide for that. It turns out that... that things weren't nearly as bad for the banks as what they suspected. So in these results that we seen now, the banks are starting to write back these provisions. So a fair amount of the profit that you, that you um, that you're seeing now is due to the fact that they were very cautious in how they reported the results back in, in 2020. Um, and you're going to have to see how that's come through in their results and get back to the actual pre-provisioning profits to see how the actual businesses themselves have performed rather than the movement of provisions back and forth.
0: Thank you, Arthur Carras. He's Portfolio Manager at Macro Solutions at the Old Mutual Investment Group.